0: Hello everybody and welcome to the newest episode of Circuit Forty Two. I am your host Ian, and these are my fellow hosts, Michael. Yo. He's alive. He hasn't been here for about a year, but we promise you he is alive. Michael told us so, even though Dan said you're even though Dan said you were dead. Um Dan I live. Michael sounds like he's a zombie. We should get him.
1: He's on zombie phone.
0: Oh no. And of course, Cam, apparently. <laughs> She makes all of us look like we have no energy, which is weird because you've actually been recording all day. Uh,
2: what are we talking about today?
0: Today is our is today is today our pandemic special. Cam, this is actually the idea. This, this was actually your idea, and it's pretty
2: awesome. Says, I am in a box with all the rest of you folks. Man, some of you are lucky to have other human beings, but I don't. So I needed to talk to my podcast. And, yeah, what's up?
0: See, I just Talks figure that so you're crazy. like, I just, I just kind of assume you're like Crusty uh, the Clown when he's inside the airplane hangar, and he's trying to make a show without cable. And of course, Professor Gascan. that's just Cam at home doing live, doing live streams on Facebook. She's heard Professor Gascam playing Tetris. It's
2: just Tetris. It's Tetris and Tetris and, well, no, there's other things, but we'll talk about that.
1: She's a commie comrade. Yeah,
0: he plays the Tetris. <laughs> <laughs> yes, the Russian it's game the of Falling Blocks.
1: Of the communist
0: Tetris. <laughs> yes, the blocks and the red sun Superman.
2: Man, Alexei had nothing to do with that, man. Man, Alexei had nothing to do with that. Nothing to do with that. Man. <laughs> so... Love yeah. of video games. Love of video games. Anybody listening? If you for the love of video games, yeah, share this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> That's this not what this podcast is about. This is from Alexi,
1: from the creator of
2: Tetris. <laughs> this is about comic books.
0: <laughs> Give me five kinds of communism. Communism.
2: Anyway, blocks. this is what happens. This is what happens when you don't let nerds leave the house. By of their own volition. When when I have a choice to leave my house, I will stay in my house all the time. But when you t- tell me I can't go nowhere,
0: I need to go everywhere. So,
1: all right, Kim, so what did you do during the pandemic special? What
0: did you do during your pandemic vacation? Keep Who are you asking? Sorry, sorry,
2: start, Michael. Michael. Yeah. What is something that you are doing right now? What was the first thing that you went to? To make you feel comforted, was it something old, something new? Uh, man, I've been,
3: okay. you know, binging, uh, watching Netflix and uh, streaming. Uh, I've been playing video games a lot, uh, checking out that new uh, Avengers game that came out. Um, been playing. uh I got, really I got Switch Lite, so one of the things that's, uh, I've been, you know, playing all the little Switch games. I haven't gotten uh, Animal Crossing yet. Um, What's wrong with you? I've I've gotten, uh, nice. like, Stardew Valley, which is, like, my, my Animal Crossing, um, kind of, like, like a substitute there. Uh, I just started playing uh, Hades uh, on the Switch, and that's been pretty addicting. Yeah, uh, nine let's nine see. Also,
2: i got nine yeah. things at once.
3: <laughs>
2: <laughs> Pick one thing so we can talk about it. I remember Animal Crossing, but then people want to start killing each other. Like first y'all wanted, y'all first y'all were like wanted to like exchange all your fruit, and now you're trying to figure out who's sus. That's Among Us. Ah, yeah, I haven't
3: played that. Yet. You guys play that? No, yeah, I play Among Us. Mm-hmm. Your pastor, is that,
1: is
3: that so basically sus, just like a little like, like simple, simplified version of uh, the thing? Is that is that what's happening? Something um, like that. So.
2: The interesting thing about that game is the fact that, like, you can play it on PC as well as, as well as a, like, I think there's also, like... A, there's
1: an iOS version, and Yeah, there's an version. iOS
2: version, there's an Android version, so, you it's know... Platform it's
1: cross-platform is definitely. what's really cool, too. So you can play people on the PC, on the iPad and stuff.
2: Y'all's gonna kill each other and get away with it. That's what I think.
1: <laughs> I'm a good imposter, I will say, but Cam is extra sus right now. I would have to say,
2: I can't lie. That's why I don't play that game. I like to read things instead.
3: Mm. So you just you, one of you guys is, is basically ends up as I guess like a like an alien or something like that. Some kind okay, of monster, so it's like, like, like a crew of people on the ship. Uh-huh. And you're supposed to try to fix the ship, right?
1: And mm-hmm. that's basically completing tasks to get it to go. Well, there are usually one, sometimes two, sometimes three imposters who are there to basically sabotage that by cutting the lights, cutting the oxygen, uh, and then killing uh, the other crewmates. And then you're you're basically, think of it like Clue, but in space. Uh There's no, like, revolver or anything like that. Is there a
0: candlestick, though?
1: You're trying to figure out who is the one that's basically the imposter on the group and if there's two when we try to figure out who the other who the two imposters are and basically it's a deduction type game
2: yeah you can eject people at the game but the goal is is that if you're the imposter you want by the end of the game you want them to you, you want to be standing or if there's two imposters you want them to be more imposters than there are actual crewmates but if you're a crewmate um and not one of this, the, this, the the crazy people just trying to kill everybody. Um, you want to try to figure out who those people are and try to find out if they're lying and whether or not they're just popping in and out of existence. Like if you turn around and they, if you turn, like if you went to a room and they weren't there and there was a vent there, and then you came back and then like and they also were there and they didn't pass you by, that makes them sus. That's where this this word is yeah, now.
1: and basically it's, it's your word worked. against the other person or their word against you. And you're just trying to dictate. Okay, is this person the imposter? Is that person the imposter? And basically, you try to. And if you are the imposter, you're trying to basically play each other, people against each other, type thing. That uh, actually sure sounds fun.
2: Animal crossing well, was fun. more peaceful when the pandemic. When when the whole thing started, people were being more peaceful to each other. I remember this. Y'all were trying to grow stuff and trying to exchange things. I remember that.
1: We're still I remember exchanging it. things. It's just knives on the back.
2: Animal crossing. <laughs> animal crossing for humanity.
1: And sometimes we're trying to fix things and then get knife in the back. <laughs> <laughs> and then I sometimes we're the trying to fly a ship and them. oxygen goes out and then you get stabbed in the back. <laughs> <laughs> and
0: then you're gonna go get some food and go to pet the bunny rabbit and you get knife in the back.
1: Michael,
2: exactly. help! Help! <laughs> bring back animal crossing. I don't even know what to
1: I don't know How's how that mean,
2: Avengers that? game though? What's about that? You um, had
3: your it, little it, island, and, but that it, you could. What? Sorry, I'm to address the Avengers thing. Uh, so I like it. Um, it's it's kind of uh, like the, I think the 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 story is is, is pretty good. Um, I I didn't think the the ending was as strong as it could have been, mm-hmm. and there aren't as many uh, like bosses in it as there as there definitely uh, should have been because I think there's only like six bosses in the whole game. And a couple of them are just, like, big, like, you know, kind of, like, just robots. And um, oh, boo. obviously, MODOK is in it. Uh, Abomination is in it. Taskmaster okay, cool, is cool, in cool. it. But um, um, there's, there's there's some kind of, like, some weird uh, choices. Uh, I know some people are saying, uh, for anybody who doesn't really uh, like the Avengers game to check out Marvel Ultimate Alliance 3. Which is a game. Oh, those games are liking. fucking
1: awesome. The Ultimate Alliance series. Yeah. You
3: no, know, the first and second one I liked a lot, but honestly, like, when I heard that they were coming out with the third one for the Switch, that was going to be, like, my game to get the Switch 4. But I eventually broke down. Like, that was one of the things Um, after I got the, the Switch Lite. I, I got Marvel Ultimate Alliance 3, and honestly, I was kind of disappointed with it. Oh, really? Like, um it, it felt just like too um, generic to me, honestly. Like uh, if they could have like brought over some of the uh, like a lot of the, uh, the the cast and the 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 villains over from Marvel Ult- Ultimate Alliance 3 to the Avengers game, that would have been cool. And um, you know, I, I think the the combat is like fairly uh, satisfying in Avengers as well. But um, yeah, like I said, uh, they, they bring in Abomination. and then uh, he kind of like disappears from the story which I thought was kind of like a waste but uh, you know overall I liked it I know some people were kind of bashing it but uh, but I like it I tend to have uh, some like not so popular video game uh, opinions so it's fine before we continue the whole video game thing
1: I I just want to drop two things for the group first of all is everybody excited for Miles Morales and Spider-Man yes did, did you guys beat uh, the, the regular one, the first one? Yeah, I did. I'm, I'm pretty close.
0: That's one well, of the few I, games I've 100% I, had to move, and I normally don't so do that.
1: There's, there's a lot that kind of went on hold. But yeah, I'm pretty close. I played it officially before I played Miles Morales Spider Man.
2: I will say this um, from being able to check out some of the streams that I've uh, uh, fallen for the Avengers game, I will say that did, like, the, the mechanics that they had for the characters, especially for Captain America. Um, I mean, my I mean, for for those who, who played it, I mean, what were your guys' thoughts on it? Well, like,
3: I haven't played it. The... I
1: haven't played so, it, just Mike as, yes, uh, between okay,
3: so,
2: us. us. Okay.
3: Yeah. Well, I, I think that, like, um, surprisingly, uh, some of, the, some of the characters that are supposed to be pretty strong aren't mm-hmm. as strong, they don't feel as strong as they should, like, um, Hulk mm. and Thor, like uh, sometimes uh, they have a thing in, in the game where you kind of have like your like intrinsic ability that you use. And um, for, for for Cap, it's kind of disappointing because it's just like blocking with the shield. But right. uh, as you upgrade it, it can be kind of cool and you know deflect or uh, you know re- reflect the the enemies like beams attack their beam attacks back at them and things like that. So th- those can be kind of cool. But um, other ones where like 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 for example, after you kind of beat the
2: game, stronger than than Cap, but yeah, not as, I'm I'm recalling it. You're you're right. Like there wasn't enough because the yeah you know, in the play Cap comes first, and or at least that's what I saw first. Because it was it was Kamala than Cap. That's when I saw that. That's I, I wanted to say that I remember seeing that quarter, but um, but then yeah, just, the damage didn't seem didn't seem like it. Like there should have been more. Like yeah. Speaking like of, uh,
1: Kamala, you guys did see that they cast her for the MCU, right? Yep. Yeah.
3: Yeah.
0: I'm actually really happy that we're gonna be that we're getting a relative that we're getting a relative unknown. is actually really, which is actually really cool because really cool, that doesn't happen very often recently.
2: Mm. She's unknown.
0: Well, I don't know well, who she, she is. I she, feel like she, a dummy. She,
2: she, she's relatively <laughs> <enough>. You
0: dumbass. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm not a dumbass today.
2: I mean, at I least mean, oh. she. Relatively unknown, I guess. I mean, but you know, if you if you're if you're watching, you know. But I don't know, like, but people are everybody's binging so much stuff right now. It's kind of it's kind of odd to to figure out to figure it that way. But no, I mean, the casting yeah, the, 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 the cast the casting seems like you know the only thing is that like you know there's the casting's done at this point. I I'm mm. not gonna have any... I'm not going to have an opinion about it until I see it personally. That's true.
1: WandaVision's
3: looking pretty good. WandaVision
0: looks awesome, the trailer.
2: Yes! Holy shit! I'm
3: glad that we're going to get all the pandemic slowing down production uh, that we're going to get something this year.
2: What? Which one? What did you say, Michael?
3: I was just saying that uh, with all the productions being shut down because of the pandemic, I'm glad that we're still at least getting uh, one of the Marvel shows coming out on Disney Plus this year. That was yeah, the one I,
1: was
3: I think we were supposed to get like, Cap and Falcon this year, too. I think they were supposed to be first, if I'm yeah. not mistaken. And then, you know, of
1: course, things happened. Mm-hmm.
3: Oh, well, I was going to say,
1: amazing! before we continue Sorry. to the next person and all that, I had one more video game thing before we go on to the next person. <laughs> So, everybody saw the fandom thing for two games for Batman, <laughs> Batman, right? Yes! Yeah. One of them being, of course, the Suicide Squad game, and the other yeah. one being Gotham Knights. Gotham Knights yeah. yeah. looks yeah. fucking awesome. We should definitely talk about these games.
0: Yeah. I'm excited about both, but we haven't seen any gameplay in Suicide Squad, so I can't really comment too much on that. But the fact that the Gotham Knights show was all gameplay... And it all looked really okay. polished. I love that we're getting clearly getting multiple Robins instead of just one.
1: Mike, I'm gonna yeah. ask you because you've read Injustice. Superman showing up the way he is, being controlled by a maniac. straight up Injustice.
3: Well, uh, yeah, definitely got this, some of those vibes. And I know some people were, uh, I guess, kind of like complaining that you're 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 going with these. Uh, the Specific characters from the Suicide Squad, but um, I kind of like the fact that they're uh, they're getting away from some of their standard formula because uh, what, what people might not realize is when they see these two games being rolled out, you know, they're basically announced, I think, one, wa- one after the other, is that the Gotham Knights game is the one that isn't made by the Arkham Asylum people, and that's kind of surprising. But at the same this time, how good it looks.
1: Yeah, and then the whole premise of Bruce already being dead at the beginning of the
3: game, or at least that, that's, supposedly. I think that's dead. pretty interesting. Yeah, but, they keep um, him dead. I, I was kind of telling. Really about that. I was just kind of telling one of my friends though. Like it, it, almost I'm, I'm. I feel like I'm not as excited as as uh, other people or other Bat fans and and gamers might be for for uh, Gotham Knights because it kind of feels like we we've done a lot of that stuff already. With the other uh, Batman games, like you, you've already mm, been able to like, experience that. a lot of that similar combat elements and missions True. with, you know, some of the the, the DLC and some of the extra the, like uh,
1: the other uh, apps and
3: stuff.
1: Go that, ahead, Dan. Yeah, I get what you're saying. Sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off there. The big draw for me, though, in the, the that game is the fact that it's multiplayer. Like you saw, like in yeah, the gameplay video, be- you, you could basically jump into somebody's session and then you're both part of the same story at that point. You continue on from what they're doing, and you can do your own tasks at the same
3: time. I thought that was really cool. Yeah, and it seems like that's something, like, as soon as they started the introducing, so I remember there, back when they were making the Arkham games, and um, there, there were times you could fight alongside, like, you could Batman fight alongside Nightwing, and then as soon as that happened, people were like, okay, so when's the co-op coming? Because that's, like, the next... You know, that's a natural progression of this, so when's that coming? And it never really came from that development team. So to finally see that come to fruition is going to be neat.
1: I see a lot of the complaints as far as the Superman thing not even being about injustice. It's the the Superman uh, fan base type people that are like, he can't go to the dark side ever. He has to always be the Boy Scout. I'm like, but that's boring.
3: Yeah, and that's kind of like the neat thing because like um, when you... Like if you were to, I think we we've talked about this before. Um, Basically, how they kind of introduced the Suicide uh, Suicide Squad in the uh, the DC movie verse, like their whole the whole premise of getting the, the team together was to be able to potentially like take down like an evil Superman. <laughs> but you don't really see them do that. But here you're you're gonna have to. So that's gonna be cool.
1: Yeah.
3: And just to be like put them in a situation where like they're completely yeah, they kind of. On paper they have no chance, but you gotta figure it out. And that should be cool.
1: Right, I'm gonna push this piece of paper over to Cam and it's gonna say at the very top, My summer vacation in COVID special. What did <laughs> you, what happened, Cam? Your what? Your summer vacation uh my summer vacation, COVID edition.
2: My summer vacation?
1: COVID edition.
2: I have no idea what you're talking about. Basically, my... he's asking. I was trying to make a joke about a...
1: you know how you, you teachers used to like have you write like essays about your summer vacation, but it's my summer vacation, the COVID special. So it's like a long, drawn out thing of what you've been doing during the COVID times. What have you been
0: doing to save off the pandemic, Cam?
1: There you go. Thank you. sorry I made it more convoluted than
2: I thought it would be no I can resign Uh, all right um, uh, all right so summertime I would say I got into you know I I, I will say this with the quarantine edition I will say that you know I've gotten really in touch with a lot more friends I didn't talk to you know, like a long time um and with that i had a friend of mine uh that lived in california they sent me a care package so mm, i usually awesome. don't get like, as a, like well i mean like it's i mean people have been doing that like I'm, sh- I'm sure it's not like completely odd for anybody but I, I happen to be one of the people that got lucky enough to get a care package from a friend um and they sent me because I had been, in, and some of y'all might remember this because I was really, I didn't like the movie at all, and it really threw me off from ever starting the series, but they were so insistent on it, they got me the first three um volumes of uh Battle Angel Alita. And so, nice. um, I'm holding game. them in my hands right now. Mm-hmm. I got them in my hands right now, so it's, uh I have started uh, volume one. But like it's it's very beautiful, like in terms of the um, just the art style. I'm like I'm real like I, I like I like that part of it. Um, I'm doing research as I as I read it, so that kind of helps as well. Um, also, what they did was they gave me a, a gift certificate for Amalgam Comics that's out in Philadelphia um, because I'd mentioned that on our one of our podcasts that we had prior to the pandemic I had said that I was gonna I'd planned on going to Philadelphia and visiting Amalgam specifically um uh the comic book store and so but that like obviously can't go anywhere now like or or, or you know that's it's not advised so um for like just random travel like that so it's uh but they gave, gave me a gift certificate so it's that was so that I should say that from that standpoint, that was that's been pretty that's been pretty cool. Um, what else have I been into? Um, definitely still Tetris, but the fun thing about that is kind of watching that community react to the uh, pandemic, which you would typically not expect a Twitch community to inter- react to something like that, but they did because the um, the Tetris, the, the, the classic Tetris World Championships were supposed to be starting um, last month, and obviously that didn't happen um, because they canceled that convention. Um, so they're doing it all virtually right now. So um, the, all of those competitions are happening online, and um, a lot of that stuff, a lot of stuff's going on. So watching that has been very fascinating. Um, too, just from a from that standpoint um, what else have I been getting into uh, I will say um, finding like 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 getting into to shows and uh, like like clearing out things I've never even thought to possibly watch before um, it's weird now it almost seems like it's a blur but um, I'd have to say um, um, I don't want to admit to this, but I will, uh, virtual YouTubers. Um, there's a whole section of them and yeah, I'm, I'm into that too. So cause you, <laughs> you, you go from anime and then you find out that they're e-girls and there's, and there's, and there's virtual YouTubers and they're, 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 they're terrifying and they're fun. So, um, I, I don't want to mention any names because I don't want to be on any watch lists and, uh, Yeah. Like it's it's been a very odd existence, um, but for the most part, um, it's been that. Um, let's see anything else that I can think of. Just uh, I I I can like. that's, yeah, that's little, pretty, uh, it's it's like, pretty much like finding just these really strange, odd pockets of nerdiness in like amongst the internet that I would have never had time to find before.
1: I will say, um, it has been nice from time to time dropping in on your little live feeds on uh, Facebook from time to time,
2: and just yeah.
1: shooting the shit and watching stuff together, like the reels that we did a couple of weeks ago.
2: Oh, yeah, like, so, so yeah, stuff like that, just like, um, uh, the podcasts and plays that I've been doing, like I'll, like, I'll, like, run a podcast while I'm playing or something like that, um, uh, Yeah, it's...
1: Look how frustrated you were during that video. You're trying to play Tetris. It's like, I can't concentrate.
2: Well, and that was the whole thing, was just the fact of, like, it was... All right, so, um... I did some research about Tetris, and I think I talked about this before, so I won't get too much into it, um like too much data but long story short tetris is a really great stress reliever because of the way that it clocks at the the way that the pieces fall um if anybody's listening to that and you're really really interested in that go back and listen to the podcast that we did with sharky he explains it um but it's but when you but when you're doing that it actually can help you calm down on a cognitive level on on a cognitive uh level so um if I'm having to listen to the news and like listen like trying to stay up with what's happening in the world and I don't want to get angry um, or as angry, it is best for me to try to do that while i 'm playing tetris and If I can focus on tetris while i'm receiving the information, I will be receiving information at a less emotional state. But if I'm not able to concentrate, that is indicating to me that I'm having a emotional reaction so it can be a very good indicator um, of like maybe how a news story is being um, delivered versus maybe the news is just shitty. And so <laughs> I, I just need to figure out a way to stay calm. So it like, I figured that that would be kind of a good way of, of doing that and kind of testing that little theory out. Um, and, you know, those who've caught it have been able to see how great I personally am at that as a guinea pig. But there might be people who, who are better than that, or might just uh, they may be doing that in general, like while they're playing games and taking in the information. But I thought it was a really good um, kind of reflection on that. So I don't know. Mine's been a lot, lot more cerebral. I've been doing a lot more reading and things of that nature. But um, I will have to say though, I am enjoying probably like my favorite thing about quarantine right now is the fact that a lot of creators are becoming a lot more involved and directly involved with us as fans um and that was probably my favorite part about fandom was that aspect um and that, as, as stupid as like not as, not as stupid as cliche as it became of like you know we're all in this together it really gave that kind of feeling um and it wasn't as intense as maybe going to a normal con where you can physically show up and like physically interact with these people. There still was a lot of authentic, um, spaces like when Jim Lee gave that, f- that feedback to, um, uh, he was, yeah, to the artist. That was, I was like, yes, that is, I miss that. I miss, I miss that. Like, cause I, because I, I, that when you go to cons and you're waiting in line to speak to somebody, they saying like, oh, I love your work. You're usually always standing in line of somebody that might be cooler than you and actually have talent. And so <laughs> um, you get to listen in to this super cool conversation they get to have with someone you superly admire. And you can just be that fly on the wall. Um, and maybe that's why I love doing the interviews sometimes here on the podcast is for that same reason is that I get to... Kind of have that fly on the wall, that fly on the wall moment, but more as a annoying fly. So you know I'm here. I'm not quiet. (laughs) Um, But those moments of the those fly on the wall moments where I can be quiet and no one has to look at me, but I can still see that authentic engagement interaction. That's been cool. That's been super super cool. Um, So those moments have been really awesome. And then also seeing some people like you know just start launching more creative projects and doing more collaborations that may have not have occurred otherwise. Um, so, yeah, definitely, definitely. It's been, it's been a, it, there's been th- saving graces. There really has been. What about you, Ian?
0: Well, first I actually want to tie that in because um, I mean, part of the, I personally believe that part of the reason that we've had accessibility to some of the guests that we've had this year is because of the, is partially because of the pandemic. Because, like, we've had Kevin Altieri from Batman the Animated Series, who's working on two major projects right now. And we've had, you know, we've had people like Tim Seeley on the show. And I feel like our access would probably not be as much. And like you were saying about, you know, like you were saying about that access to the fans and communicating with the fans, that's a pretty good example of that. And um, the other thing I wanted to mention regarding Battle Angel. So the manga is a lot more grisly than the movie. Like... I, I've I've shown it to people who saw the movie first, and it is interesting seeing their reaction because of how much more like outwardly gruesome the uh, manga is in terms of the content in there. So I had to ask your takeaway on that.
2: Yeah, I mean, I mean, it's the thing about it is that that's to be expected. Like I don't know, yeah. like I've not read, I've not read a single manga that wasn't much more detailed than like any of their. Uh, their, their um, animated incarnations have been. I would say the only one that probably has done the most, the only two I can think of off the top of my head that did, that have done even admirable jobs have been Ghost in the Shell and Akira in, an, in a distant Berserk. Yeah. And like, cause it's really hard to get that stuff made to be that violent, you know? Um, But, again, it's the movement of the panels of the manga and just kind of, like, the the art style is really huge, too. Like, um, I would say there's been more bad adaptations of manga than there has ever been of good. Um, Probably a really good example of that in terms of getting a a, a tone, Um, if you want to look at, in terms of, like, just violence, gruesomeness, and detail would be uh, Junito. Um, Junito, uh, Junito is very um no well known for having kind of a lot of body horror yeah. um in his um in his art style but the um what wound up happening in the anime was not even I shouldn't even mention that I watched it because it's that terrible um and it's and it's like I could see someone saying like okay well I've heard this guy is cool let me go ahead and check out the anime and be like oh that's not even like that's nothing yeah it it, it was that bad and as I'm reading Aaliyah, I'm seeing the same thing, especially when it comes to the texture. The texture really is what gets it for me so far. It's like, like there's some panels that are very comic, but there's others that are like, you know, you can see that like, you could see her face isn't like, like, especially in the, um, the, 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 there's times where her face seems almost like paperish of a sort. So like, or like, Or cold, but other times where you know, like she's talking or thinking, then it's like in it, it 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 has kind of um, it's flat, but then still more alive because they'll because sometimes what they'll do is they'll they'll put the character like on top of the panels to center like to center them that thought into the scene, and you just don't get that like it's like like to, you know, I, it was incorrect of me to ever say that, you know, I won't be interested in this because of the movie. That was, I should, really should not have done ever said that Um, because of how much that, how, like, how much that, that, that would discount. And so getting a chance to have this physically in my hands has really allowed me to appreciate that. Um, And digitally, if, that just makes me have, want to have like just a tangential thought that would that change digitally? I think I have a greater appreciation with my physical copy.
0: Yeah. I totally I get think that because I... of the texture from having those pages and then the texture that they bring through the artwork, because it's just really cool. Well, kind of, eat, sorry.
2: It reflects differently. Yeah. <laughs> like, it just, it adds to that. Like, there, there. Some characters look softer versus not, and then, but then there's weight into it, and I, I just can't. Like it's, it is a beautiful series. It is, a, it really is a beautiful series. I'm really now still wondering why people liked it so much. Um, as in, in comparison, so if anyone wants to jump in on that, feel free. I think Michael was the one I last remembered even speaking about it.
3: About Alita. Alita. Yeah. I, I, I liked the movie. So uh, I. I haven't, uh, I haven't read the manga though. Okay. So, okay. um, uh, but I remember liking the movie. Like... Um, I remember the, when, when the, uh, the trailer came out, I was really excited for it. I thought it had to right, uh, a nice visual flair to it. Um, I could tell like towards, as, as, it was, as the movie was getting towards the end, it felt like a little like scrunched as they were trying to like figure out a way to wrap it up, uh, and set up uh, whatever next uh, incarnation that they're going to make. And uh, I remember hearing that they're going to bring it back to theaters for, you know, whichever theaters that are going to be open here. And that was still going to be happening. Uh, I think I saw that today.
0: Yeah, Cameron but, yeah. confirmed it, that they're still doing that, even with Regal closing. Because originally it was going to be Regal. Then mm-hmm. they announced mm-hmm. that they're shutting down their theaters. But Cameron said that they're still going to be doing it, but they're going to be doing it at a different theater chain.
1: Yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. okay. I, I kind of that... with. cam uh, on that one though. I, I like it was a good movie, but I didn't think it was like, like the visuals were great. Don't get me wrong, but story wise, I was like, I preferred the original ad- adaptation.
0: See, the funny thing is the anime. Even though I like it, it's so condensed compared to the manga that there's actually more of the manga material in the live action movie than there is in the anime. Like the anime got the visuals spot on, but rewatching it a adult after reading the whole series, it's very. They they try to put a lot into an hour, if that makes sense. I don't know.
1: Maybe it's as yeah, nostalgia a, talking though. That makes yeah, you like, like the older stuff better.
2: And see, and that's another thing too. It's just like with the movie, it was the beats were just too much of like, I'm talking and then they're talking and then I'm talking and they're talking and and it's just like it. It's too just volleying, too much volleying. Um, as I read the manga, there's a lot going on at once. And yeah. that's, and is adding to the story of it. So you have this, um, so, you, cause basically when it starts off, it's like she, like she's kind of just, um, realizing where she is, uh, and kind of like, Everything else, like, the whole world is coming into consciousness as you start the story, and the characters literally, they just start, they just emerge out, like, like it, it is, it is, it is such a more of a, such a more of a submersive experience than it when you watch the movie, it's by comparison, it seems formulaic. So well, that's very Hollywood. Uh, yeah, and so I'm like, mm, and then I'm just like, I'm just not getting the same feel of it. And so, and possibly for me, it might have been just the fact that um, the community had so much hype around it. I was expecting more layers than what they pre- when the, than what was presented, and, sorry. and the, that I mean, in
1: my case. Of, the reason yeah. I I really was big on the anime version of it. It may have been yeah. as condensed as Ian put it out up there as. Uh, the big thing, though, is, like, I grew up on that, Sailor Moon, Dragon Ball Z, all those those shows. Same. Even Evangelion, even though Ian apparently didn't care for it as much as I did.
0: No, I loved uh, it when I was younger. It just did not grow with me, if that makes
1: sense. I still like it. The nostalgia of it, just the, the fact that it, it, it set the blocks of anime. Maybe there's been better anime since then. I'm not disputing that, but... Yeah. I'm not going to say, oh, an anime that actually is part of my childhood is crap because it's just not the oh, same no, standard. no, it's not crap at all. Because standards have grown over time. It's, not, it's
0: not crap at all. I just – I don't and, – and I don't appreciate it as much as I did when I was younger.
1: I think that's the best See, I still play. like the God Complex uh, angel uh, and God uh, dynamic they had in there and the movies that follow up that I've told you about. Yeah, uh, uh, also build on that and that's why I still like that series I get that now, yeah. but as far as Angel Alita I definitely agree with what Cam was saying
0: oh so uh,
1: do I uh, while I, I did watch the, the Alita and I did enjoy the visuals and everything I felt that the, the animated version is better. And, and to a certain extent, the, ma- the manga is definitely better as well, because of just, what's covered, uh, compared to what was done in the Hollywood formulaic way.
0: In turn, you know, oddly enough, even though I actually really do like the movie, I do, a- I completely agree with both of you. Um, because it is a flawed movie and like, and in my, in like, just kind of like, kind of like how I view Evangelion, I still enjoy it, but I, but it, it is definitely flawed. It's similar to how I enjoy the Battle Angel movie. But, um, in terms of the manga, one of the best things about it is the fact that the like you said, the world, like you said, like, you know, the world builds very naturally and it feels like you are in that world. It never at any point feels, makes you feel like an outside observer because no one's really explaining it to you. You're just seeing the world build, which is, um, why, um, I'm, a, I know Dan has seen Buckaroo Banzai. I don't know about, uh, you and Michael, but it's one of the things I love about the movie Buckaroo Banzai is that they literally just put you into this world and are like, well, this is the story. This is where we are. Um, here you go. Here's the story. Like they never have that moment in time where they feel the need to explain Big to booty. the audience. Big booty, Yes. But, um. <laughs> I, I love that style of storytelling, which is why part of why I really liked Battle Angel. Also, because I was in high school, and it's like, holy shit, I probably shouldn't be reading this, but this is badass. That is a lot of blood. Oh my god, he's eating his brains. What the fuck <laughs> is happening? And for anyone who's seen the brain-eating part, you can kind of see why they couldn't get that into a PG-13 movie. Because he just got off on brain endorphins.
3: I have not <laughs> seen this, no.
0: <laughs> no, you need to read the manga. It's completely freaking awesome
2: um let's see what else
1: uh robocop as a cowboy is the best way to put it but a badass futuristic cowboy
2: <laughs> actually you know what i
0: i kind of can see robocop and i want a post spot post spot robocop that also has battle angel on it that would be the coolest movie ever
1: i want to see a crossover of buckaroo banzai with robocop like an oh. ad, adaption
0: dude
2: I can bring this up though, um, just, and just tangentially in terms of strange things that just showed up. And I had no warning from it from any of my channels except for when the notification popped up on Hulu. Um, and I have no idea why, because usually with all the settings of all the streaming services, you have to tell them what you want them to tell you, like what notifications they, like, you know, things that you might be interested in. Um, Dragon Ball Super, only in dub, is available on Hulu now. Like, that just randomly just showed up the other day. So, if anyone was interested in that, there.
1: <laughs> before dub.
2: <laughs> like, I, I mean, I mean uh, Masako-sama, she's great as Goku. You know, but there's also a lot of people who are very, you know, familiar with Sean Schimmel. Um, so if they want to get the whole thing and binge it, there it is. But like, I don't know. It was, it was very weird. Like, is anyone else like kind of caught onto that? Like just, just the strangest things that just drop out of note. Like, like, what was it? The newest season of Archer drops randomly too. And I was just like, what the, who Play's is out. Wait, what? Yeah. Yeah. Like what's uh, season 11? Yeah.
1: This is when he's supposed to come out of the coma.
0: Wait, isn't yeah, season 11 really- the one in space, or is that the
1: one?
2: No, no this is after. This is after. You no, know, he's out of the coma. Oh this shit! This is straight
1: up from the coma season.
2: Yeah, like it just started. Like I, um, I'm, I think I'm a couple. I think I'm an episode maybe at mo- most behind. But yeah.
1: And instead of being like going back to work, he can't. Like they replaced him essentially.
2: I, mean, I don't know if I, I don't know if I should be giving any spoilers now. I'm not gonna get Well that's the word. premise.
1: It's not a real
2: spoiler. Uh, well well the, the premise is that he wakes up from the coma. There are things that occur, but yeah. That that's yeah. the uh that's the general premise there. So yeah, it's it's very it's very strange. That like, I like I've just I've been seeing like just the b- most bizarre stuff, like um there's like I don't know, just just the r- most random content, but you know.
1: We get James Bond next month. I'm pretty excited.
0: Wait, it got delayed.
2: Wait? No,
1: they're doing it no. digitally. Wait, are they? Yeah, didn't you read about that? Oh shit, no. They're going to do a digital release. At least last time I checked. Uh, it's
0: 2021 right now. No um, time
1: to die.
0: No time to die. Daniel Craig says it isn't the right time for Bond movie after release delay. Uh, I'm not seeing anything about a
1: digital release. Oh, okay. I I just wanted read something. That right would have been awesome. I,
0: I would have been like, yeah, if, if that's not right now, you all go hell. I'll go watch it right now.
1: <laughs> uh, Daniel Craig tells the next bomb. Don't fuck it up.
0: <laughs> oh, um, you have, I'm sorry, you got me thinking in terms of like TV shows. That I've been watching that. I, that I don't think any of that I didn't even know had new seasons.
1: Oh, April second, twenty
0: twenty one. Now, yeah. the was it uh, Scooby Doo and Guess Who? Oddly enough, is a show that we started watching. And do you guys remember the Scooby-Doo movies series where they would have the different guests, like they would have the Harlem Globetrotters and, like, Batman yeah. and stuff like that? Yeah. This is a yeah. new iteration of that, except they – it's only – I think it's only on the Bo- Boomerang, or if you have Verve, it's on there. And they've been bringing in a different so – they've been different, bringing in a different celebrity. They only reveal them when the episode premieres. They premiered each episode one at a time. And otherwise they have an outline. And they've had like Ricky Gervais has been on there. Uh, they've had Weird Al Yankovic on there. They've had Julia White. They had a Batman episode where they actually brought Kevin Conroy and Mark Hamill on. And um, the one we watched most recently, um, Halsey, was on one of the ones we watch, watched most recently. And we thought that there was only one season. And I start flipping through it. and All of a sudden there's not only there's a second season. And then the next week we start looking through it. And all of a sudden there's a third season. So, within, like, a couple of months, they premiered, they snuck in season two and three, and on the finale of this next one, the season we're watching right now, it's Neil deGrasse Tyson and Bill Nye the Science Guy.
2: Interesting. And mm. it's oh.
0: actually really clever. It's by the same guy who made Quirks um, the Animated Series and, um, ah, what was the other one? What was the, what was the, uh, Disney series? called? Oh, Kim Possible. The same guy who made both of those—he's the—he's the head producer of the show.
2: That's like it—it's—it's the—it's the reboots, man. That's—that's that's what's fascinating. That's—that's that's what's fascinating right now. I'm just like, how do you? Did you guys just have these? <laughs> like, like I—I just—I'm just—I'm just, I'm just, I'm just really—I'm really fascinated about how how some of this stuff is getting made. But not complaining, not complaining. It's like, hey, if you want to release it into the world, this is a good time to do it.
0: Yeah. And so, the, the cool thing is they got Welker, they still have Frank Welker, they still have Matthew Lillard as Shaggy. They have like all the people who've been doing their voices for the last couple of Scooby movies and series. Uh the only new one, they brought Kate McCucci in as Velma, which is actually really fitting, so it works. Cool,
2: cool. Well on that note, uh he needs to anybody? start talking
1: about his thing.
2: I'm I am. i am i
0: actually I'm actually um, ready for that i realize so i'm so i know it's really subtle that i'm a big x-men fan that nobody really knows this um i realize i've never read all of age of apocalypse
3: me neither
0: and i was like why haven't i read this because there's so i've read random issues when i was a kid but i never actually sat down and read the whole thing and i've got both omnibuses and i sat down And and i read age of apocalypse and i was like oh you know probably dated blah 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 and so in my head i'm like this probably take me a little while to read i read through it in a week and nice. from point of reference that's an 1100 page omni Like well, i read there wow. about two weeks and i get it like this is <coughs> it's funny that like how that um that um you know house of x power of x dawn of x all that from, is coming out from x-men right now and uh ten of swords because that is kind of like the in terms of scale and storytelling, I X would say this is the... N- oh, no, they clarified in the uh, free comic book issue that it was actually Ten of Swords.
1: Oh, God. Kind of like the right. whole
0: Powers oh, of God. Ten thing. But um, they, this is kind of the 90s version of that in terms of like scale and storytelling because I love the fact that, I think that really anyone could go back and read the story and not have to know any of that continuity. They can go in and read it fresh... And really, all they would have to know are some of the characters' names. Mm -hmm. But it is one of those, like with the current X Men books, that if you know your X Men, it's even better. And I'm like, holy crap, this is probably one of the best X Men stories of all time. Why didn't I read this? And I was like, I'll take a break and then I'll read the second volume, which is all the follow up and side material. And now I'm kind of reading that. I basically, I immediately jumped over to that. And it's basically like reading Lord of the Rings and then reading The Cimmerillion right after
2: a special kind of dedication i'm sorry oh, i'm boy.
1: sorry
2: yes that, that, that's that that's that's a that's a genuine special dedication anybody that like, if you read go
1: ahead every issue of claremont man that's a long time
0: oh no this isn't claremont
1: well i'm just saying you did that too
0: oh no i'm, I'm not done because the other omnis haven't that. come out because the other zombies haven't come out yet so but i still want like to volume four and five well, I've read everything but else. Still, bro. <laughs> that's good shit.
1: I'm not saying it's not, but that's like 30 years of reading.
2: <laughs> oh
0: no, no, 17.
2: Well, I I do want to sh- actually now. You know what? Actually, as you're as you're sharing that in terms of like something that you own, that you're like I owned it, but I hadn't really gone through it. Um, there's something that happened this summer. That there's something that happened this summer that I also remember that I kind of got into, but it's not something that I haven't read. It's something that I did read. And it was, um, I would say, it wasn't the first comic, but I would say this would be the first series that I was like, I need to own the whole thing. Um, And I still have most of my original volumes in Nets of Sandman. Um, I've only had to replace one um, uh, so far um, in my set. But I think, or one or two, I I, I have to go look at it. It's It's on my shelf, though. But um I haven't reread it in a very long time. Um well I went on Audible and I decided to get the audio drama that was uh that 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 production, that project was a huge um had had, had a lot of had a lot of lot of uh, huge input by um with Neil Gaiman. I gotta tell you, that was fantastic. Like it re-energized everything I, I I loved about it. There was parts of it where I, I would actually stop what I was doing around the house and go grab like a volume and just try to be like, okay, where, where are you at? Like, you know, just, and try to read along. There was, there were parts that were just, that were audible in a way that you can't, that you like it's hard to even describe like oh, I want I want to say um, this is going to be the, either the first or second volume um, of the series that so the, I think this is it the is it the, is it the wake? no the wake is the wake is the 10th one no but it's a prelude um, where they're um where, where dream is still um, imprisoned mm-hmm. but they're giving the description um, of like just darkness and of, um, and like it, and the panel itself was black. I remember this because the audio, like the, 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 the audio soundtrack was so visceral because there was this, there, there was this sound of like squishing and just like, just, oh, but like in, in the panel itself, it was just dark and it was just black. And, it, and the description was just of like, it was just of terrifying silence. But when you put the audio on top of it, it was just that much more subversive, and I was just like, ah! and then like James McAvoy uh, did the voice of Dream, but they did some extra like audio work on top of it. Like I was like, I didn't expect Dream to sound like that, but I, I'm not mad at it. it. I'm just glad it's not Joyce Go- James, uh, uh, Joseph Gordon-Levitt. <laughs> like, like so I, I was, I was, I was I, I've been mad about that. Like that that potential pick uh for a um for a live action treatment of Sandman which I still don't want ever to happen. I, I'm I'm really not a fan of this to ever happen but um but James McAvoy did a great job with the voice work on it. Um actually everybody did a really great 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 job. I mean, hey, it's, it's it's amazing. Yeah, what's up?
1: So if you look at the the actual uh, image I just sent it, it I have the Sandman in my collection there on Audible.
0: I, I need to listen to that. Ooh, that's a, oh, that's nice. a, that's a good
1: list right there.
2: Very yeah, nice. I've yeah, been collecting the,
1: I had the Hellbound part, the sequel, The Scarlet Gospels, and I have both The Shining and Doctor Sleep, Lovecraft Country, The Sandman, and of course Stephen King's it.
0: Oh, speaking of Sandman, I gotta mention this, this is something that happened during the, uh, during the pandemic. So okay. I attempted to get Chris Pacello on the show. Chris Pacello has drawn X-Men and Generation X, a bunch of stuff, but his main thing that he's most well-known for is the, uh, the Death Miniseries, both Death Miniseries for Sandman. Mm-hmm. And we were trying to set up a show, but unfortunately, this schedule, he wasn't able to do it. But I asked him if he would mind if I send him some stuff to sign. Mm-hmm. And um, he, he said, yeah, let's do it. So I mailed out a box of stuff, but one of the big things is my de- deluxe hardcover of uh, with all the miniseries and appearances of Death. And he signed the inside, and so now I've got it signed by Chris Pacello, Clive Barker, Joe Casada, and Greg Capullo.
3: Nice. Yep.
0: Very, very. Sorry, I, I had to. I had. I had to brag a little bit because just that was really cool.
1: Hey, Ian. Huh. You mentioned the other stuff you did during your summer vacation pandemic special.
0: Yes. Yes. Uh we got a. We got a. We got a, we got a doggy.
2: Yes! Oh, Cosmo, oh. the the brand, the, the newest, the newest mascot. Yep. I still only the bend
0: a...
1: the previous owners are.
0: Oh, yeah, but let's not talk about that, because that's a really sad story. Um, uh-huh. Basically, so... the first owner did not treat Cosmo well. That's the best way to put it.
1: Mm-hmm. So, I was um... also, ta- I was talking about that, but I was also talking about your walks with Ken to, like, random places across Texas. Oh, yeah,
0: uh, well, basically what we've been what we've been doing we've been um, going to like different parks and smarters I never have necessarily been able to explore, but um, of course practicing social distancing and all that. But um, we've um, we've, I've been able to see a lot of parks and really interesting uh horse stuff that I never would have seen normally because of you know everything going on and schedules and, and the sort. And it's actually been a lot of fun because I've been able to explore a lot of parts about. Uh, of texts I wouldn't have seen otherwise. I know, Dan, I know this actually inspired you and Amanda as well. Yes. Yeah. Um. Oh, yeah, and, Dan, you moved to San Antonio. You were my sort of quasi-neighbor.
1: Yeah, that's going to be my part of the thing. Oh, I shit, I'm sorry. I took that away stuff. from you. Yeah, it's a story of, of thickness.
0: Um, but, yeah, beyond that, I've basically been going back. I finally... You know how sometimes you have the the shows or movies that you see uh, when you're younger and you have your biases, so you kind of so you kind of discount them or dislike them just based off like first exposure or because it's not what you what you're used to. Um, one for me like that was X Men Evolution because when it first came out, I was like, ah, this isn't like X Men Made series, and I just didn't watch and I wouldn't watch it. And then I started watching it because it's on Disney Plus, and I'm like. Holy shit, not only is this um really good once you get past the kind of spotty first season, but um you got the best voice for Xavier in animation and Magneto. And I'm going to get a lot of hate for this cuz I love X-Men the animated series. This show holds up way better than X-Men the animated series. And well,
1: um, I agree. It just the animated series doesn't hold up.
0: It's still a fun show. It's still fun, but in terms of like a show that I could watch as an adult instead of something that I have nostalgia for influencing um it's a really good show and i feel like a and i don't know why i didn't appreciate it when it came out because it is oddly closer in terms of characterization for the x-men and they actually that made me happy because cyclops is not a total douchebag in this like he is in most adaptations like he actually has a personality and it's kind of nice
3: Cyclops has a personality.
0: Do. He does if he's written well.
3: Whoa man, that's that's my boy. Don't be, be don't read Dis and Cyclops. Oh, man.
0: I'm not distant Cyclops at all. <laughs> Dan's
3: Cyclops. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Oh but that's but Ian, uh, I wanted to as you were uh, talking about comic books that you were getting caught up on. I know a while back we were, we were um like me and Dan, we were we were following uh, doomsday clock really close and then uh you said you weren't wouldn't read it until the collected editions. I have came both out, of them. I haven't I have them
0: yet. Okay. I've I've read the first seven He's issues. His sweet ass Actually, time. no, I've read the first seven issues. And I'm gonna read the rest. I've got both hardcovers. Also, my, but the big thing right now for me is Hawks is um is House of X, Power of X, and I think we can Dan Dan, you can especially agree with that in terms of in terms of that whole storyline.
1: Shall I go forward with my adventures? Do it, Doug. The pandemic special. A long stormy time ago, last June. <laughs> um i was like a for my job uh, as a contractor for naic unfortunately covid whatever they never gave me an exact reason but i was like so i started the venture of finding another job 200 applications later i was ubering but had not found a job yet i applied literally everywhere in kansas was getting frustrated, and not to mention her family, uh, Amanda's family was not making things easier because they felt I was a I was a loser. that was dragging her down. Blah yada yada yada. You know I was doing everything I can to make things work. It was stressing us out just uh, our issues at the house, and then we finally decided, fuck it, we're gonna go to Texas because I had a better support st- uh, structure there. And while there was a lot of anxiety on both our parts on if it would work out or not, we struck out. We basically, uh, packed up, our, uh, most of our stuff into a storage unit, which I have to still get back, uh, get the stuff out of the storage unit eventually. Uh, sold stuff, we went, uh, pawn stuff, uh, as well. So that's why I don't have a PS4 to finish those games. And that's why I don't, uh, have my games and stuff right now. I mean, I have some of my games, it's not you know, the mass majority of that stuff. So it's all in storage. Uh so we hit the road, drove the twelve plus hours to go from well, it was a little bit it was not twelve hours. Well it took us about eight hours to get to Texas, uh, where we were going initially and then another a total of twelve hours when we finally went to San Antonio. We decided San Antonio was gonna be the best option because uh some dude in, in San Antonio who happens to be a good friend of mine is here. He's kind of weird. has a has a dog that he just picked up.
0: I don't know who that weird. is.
1: He's kind of weird. <laughs> but yeah, uh, Ian and his girlfriend are here, and uh, Amanda was excited to meet them. And the, just my 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 support network here was a lot better. So we decided to root here. Literally within a week of us both applying for jobs, we both got hits. She's working now as a unit clerk uh, for a local uh, spinal uh, surgery department uh, at, a, at a place called Legion, and I'm now working for the city of San Antonio at one of their uh, school districts, uh, basically doing IT uh, for pre-K uh, San Antonians. Uh, it's a program called Pre-K and basically, I troubleshoot iPads. I also troubleshoot laptops. We also do migration and upgrades. Uh, to, And just overall, just uh, work on different systems for these uh, individuals. Because of that, we were able to finally get a place figured out. With a little bit of help from a friend of Amanda's, we were able to move into the place we're at now, which is a very nice place. It has like a resort-style pool, a 24-hour gym and all that. Mm-hmm. So, finally, we settled here. Somehow, my TV survived the trip because, literally, it was wedged between a cooler, some pillows.
0: Did you get water and,
1: spilled on it, too? And water spilled on it. And the best part is, it nothing's wrong with it. It survived. Um, I, I think like the water probably dried, dried up because it sat in the car for about three weeks, to be honest. But the, car, the TV's working fine. There's no issues. There's no problems. The screen doesn't have any distortion or anything or any damage to it. And that's why I'm like, this is my uh, my rhino of TVs. Of, it's like, it's, it's a picture of a rhino. Well, I'm thinking like a rhino from uh, uh, Marvel. It's like,
0: Wait, you're, he, it has brain damage? That's okay. sad.
1: It's like, I have brain damage, but I still work normally. <laughs> But yeah, um. so yeah, we got here, and Jen and Ian met Amanda, and of course, like, it's like the, the thing Cam was talking about, the, dupe, the doppelganger effect, where me and Ian and uh, Jen and Amanda are basically twins, almost. Like, just our thought process, just the way we react to each other, et cetera. And it's like, this was a good fit. <laughs> Aww. So, yeah. I agree. Uh, then also, between that, remember when I t- we first all took a break? I, was talking about, I had about 748 comics to go. I'm officially caught up with Marvel and DC. Damn, son. I have read everything up till this week. Mm-hmm. Nice. So I know everything about the the meh Empire storyline. I didn't care for it. I know everything about the three Jokers up to book two as well as Joker War, also the, pan, uh, the 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 dark multiverse stuff going on, multiverse end, all that. I've read it all.
0: Okay, don't get mad. I, my first thought was Homer Simpson in the college episode, yelling, nerd! Hey, you get a look at that, nerd? <laughs> Pardon me. Hmm.
1: Uh,
0: that is pretty... we is...
2: in all the ways, aren't we?
0: I No, I gotta respect that, man. That's like when I did my frickin' um, No Man's Land binge. I'm like holy shit! That was three thousand. That was three thousand, but not three thousand dollars. Three thousand pages of comic books.
1: Yeah, I, I felt the same way when I read that too. I was like Jesus.
0: It was all but really I, good, and you're like, I need more pages. And it's just like, like you the... were all
1: like, you're gonna get sucked in. I'm like, no, I'm not. And then I'm like telling you, oh shit, I'm this far. down this far.
0: Dude, it's part of why I'm actually really hyped for the Gotham Knights game because when I read that story, like I was already a fan of the Bat Family that maybe even more so and so because of that i'm two things i'm really excited to finally pick up the because they are doing the omnibus of james tinian's detective comics run which is basically a bat family book and we're getting the and we're, because we're getting the gotham knights game that's part of why i'm on like this like fan train for that game because like you got one of the best story arcs and then you got an omni coming out that's basically bat family for the rebirth for Rebirth.
1: Um, let's see. Also, I got Amanda into movies more. Um, she used to never really watch movies, as you guys have seen from some of the stuff I've gotten her to watch, uh, that she hasn't watched before, like Clue. She was very sheltered child
2: That was, wow! Yeah, that was mind was calling. Yeah. Like, all the endings, or just...
1: Well, in the movie version, uh, You get all the endings at once. Yeah. Uh, Only in the theater, you get one ending, depending on the theater.
2: The theatrical, yeah. Well, well, um, I had a version. I had a DVD version of Clue where you could choose either the theatrical cut or um the one with all the endings. And then the theatrical cut, or some, it it was like some kind of version of that. But what it would, the DVD would do, is that. Um, would you choose them? the ending, no no, no one of them would show you all, but the other one would, would randomly, choose one it would randomly choose one of them, it would only show you that one okay that's, that's
1: cool, I like that
2: because the reason why was because that's actually what happened in the theaters when it right. first released yeah, yeah, like so, they,
1: like different theaters had different cuts of the movie. I remember that like there's one where they got the one the true ending, one with the false ending, and another one with the other false ending. <laughs>
2: Right, right, and so there was that there was that trigger for it that you could choose one. Like I don't know if it was like the same disc or you had to do different discs. Because this is, I'm getting old now. This is so weird to figure out. Like to think that I have I've had DVDs this long. Um, like I've had DVDs for almost 20 years. Some I've owned some of my DVDs for more than 20 years now. Um, but and Amanda uh,
1: I, was, had to wait till she was 30 to finally watch Clue.
2: Yeah, man. Oh, oh, I just
0: saw Flash Gordon in the last year, so I can't. You make me like, sad,
2: Ian. <laughs> like we even got to say like, there, there's all kinds of things that though that that are coming out now, and then, like I don't know, like there's this is such a. But she watched it. That is so. I hope she loved it, and like you guys watch more of Madeline. Con- Madeline Con- also I got her
1: to horror films more. She used to be like so skittish about certain horror films. Oh, She's I... starting to really like them now. So she won't watch. uh, The only one she won't watch is uh, the uh, not the Grudge, uh, the Ring. It's a very bad episode with that. Uh, Just a reaction to it. So she'd prefer not to watch that again.
0: If you want a good movie to show her, if she likes Clue, you need to. It's a movie that Jen showed me called Murder by Death, and Mm. it's almost like Clue before Clue, and it's got um, Truman Capote, Peter Falk. Alec Guinness, David Niven, Peter Sellers, uh, James Cromwell, Eileen Brennan. It's a really good movie, and it was based and it was a little more farcical, but it was kind of Clue before Clue. Cool. The um, regarding the the Clue endings, yeah, because I had the same DVD where it has you can select the ending or you can have all three. I always play all three because they're all really funny. But um, actually, what they did in theaters, it wasn't that there was one theatrical ending depending on which theater you went to, different theaters would actually have different endings.
1: That's what I was saying. That's yeah. what she was saying what I was saying.
0: Oh, okay.
1: Yeah. Each theater had a different cut of the movie where the ending was this one or this one or this one. <clears throat> so there was a total of, what, three endings? Three, yeah. And, oh. and basically each location would have a different movie ending, I
0: I sent you a link to the um, uh, to Murder by Death on IMDb so you can give it a look. Ooh,
1: let's yeah, check it
0: out. Uh, Shout Factory did, did a Blu ray release of it recently.
1: But yeah, so beyond the comics and all that, it was really just uh, developing a great relationship. Stuck in pandemics-ville with her the whole time, so what was like a few months of like being together it felt like. We've been together for ten years. Ten years has passed in this bunker known as Pandemicville.
0: I just think of what was the Titanic movie.
1: It's been fifty years. <laughs> What's up, Kim? What are we good to say?
2: So does anybody have anything that they're looking forward to coming up?
0: Um, right now, honestly in terms of I'd say in terms of movies. Oh, inter- oh, yeah. One other thing I forgot to mention. I'm also... Uh, Jen got me Final Fantasy VII for my birthday, so I started playing that.
3: Oh, yeah.
0: yeah it's awesome. Nice.
3: It's a good game. Good yeah. game. Yeah, I never played Anybody the original, like, back in the day, but I played it, uh, the the remake, and it's uh, it's pretty sweet. Oh, and I picked up a Sega Genesis oh, nice. Mini. I
1: forgot to mention that. Nice. Got that game over.
0: Mm. Oh. um, I'm looking... So... For when they eventually come out, I'm looking forward to Wonder Woman, I'm looking forward to Black Widow, uh, The Batman, and No Time to Die. Because I'm a creative thinker like that. And um, Jen got me into um, Fast and Furious, so I'm actually really looking forward to the new Fast and Furious movie. Because apparently, they do go to space. And Of course they do. And God bless them. God, God fucking you know bless them.
1: I just had the perfect idea for our group. Hmm remember the ghostbusters painting and ghostbusters too yes we should do that but us
0: wait but which one of us gets to be max von that'
1: that is a good question
0: because let's be honest i think we all want to be max von Sida.
1: i'm just talking about the one where it was like peter bankman and all of them in that one picture after at the end of the movie
0: oh okay i thought you were talking about just I thought you were talking about the painting as a whole. I was going to see to. No, no. I'm talking about
1: the one where after he's, like, destroyed, it it turns into a picture of basically the god picture, where, you know, the the one where they take and touch fingers. But it's the entire Ghostbusters clan, the baby, and then Dana.
0: Dude, we need to find somebody who can do
1: this. Photoshop.
2: (laughs) I, I, you know what? I, I, I'm... I'm not looking forward to any comments comparing me to
0: No, Kim, you're uh, Egon. You're you're Egon. In, in I'm my gone. you no, you're egon in my eyes.
2: Egon? Yeah. Egon. But, but what, Leslie Jones, I don't want it I don't want to set it up for nobody. That <laughs> not no. that Ghostbusters. No. Yeah, no. people ever me. Down. That never internet. Happened. It didn't happen. The internet. The internet, though. But I mean, I know you guys say you didn't have it didn't happen, but Chris Hemsworth was hilarious. <laughs> oh no 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 no!
0: Chris Hemsworth and yeah, Kate. No 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 no! Wow. I will I will actually agree regarding this. But Chris he put Hemsworth.
2: His fingers through his eyeglasses and like it was it was it was brilliant. I'm so,
0: sorry. Chris Hemsworth and Kate McKinnon were trying so hard to keep that movie afloat. No man. one else was, but they were. And I will say I enjoy their scenes.
2: Tense. <laughs> and honestly, the only thing I'll, I'll mention that I'm looking forward to, is not even comics related, but it is. Well, no, it is. Um, I am looking forward to finally finishing at some point. I don't know if you guys have been doing this a lot in, in pandemic, but I, I've been dropping, I've been starting things and dropping things so much. But I need to finish. Yes. Yeah, it's like, it's been terrible, yeah, TV shows. Like, I need to finish Umbrella Academy season two. I have to finish it. I have to finish The Boys.
1: I am um, binging Supernatural with Amanda.
2: Oh, yes, because the, the, what's it called? Um, tom- Not tomorrow, Thursday, they finally come back for the last seven episodes.
1: Yeah, that- we just hit <laughs> season four.
2: What? Why am I, oh my gosh, I'm definitely looking forward to that. Um, so that's the final season. So if you were in the episode, sorry, if you were in season four, I believe we just
1: saw the monster movie episode, the one that's in black and white.
2: Oh, wonderful! Give, yes, yes. Start to appreciate these. These are the fandom moments. These are the things that they're when they're having fun, and this is what makes the fandom so great. It's I not think that the it show
1: really picks right. up after Kripke leaves. To be honest, like no offense to Kripke, he made the show, but season five and beyond, it just gets so bananas, and I love it.
2: I yeah, I I personally like yeah. I mean, the the Leviathans were a little bit uh. That, that that was, you know, trying times, but we got through it, and we already are now, as I said, this Thursday. Yay! It comes back, so definitely looking forward to that happening. Um, and the only other thing I can say is at the end of the month, since we're in the spooky season, um, Spooky! A horror movie is coming out. Um, it's is a I'm gonna tell you it it it's funny you guys you guys are gonna laugh and you can watch it or not watch it or choose not to but I think it's hilarious premise is this a black woman is working at a um, it looks like either like an ad agency or like some kind of entertainment where her like her appearance matters um, and she's basically told to change her hair and so she gets a weave um put in and the scenes the way that they're cut it looks really like terrifying um because it kind of can be but it's shot like totally dramatically but here's the catch the tracks that are used for like the hair wefts are possessed oh the name wow the movie is called <laughs> Bad Hair it premieres i think it's going to be a whole original sound if it is bad, bad hair be, it'll be better. It could be great. I don't know. It's called Bad Hair. Yes.
0: i right, already a- finding it because Hulu's been oh, doing yeah, a lot I of original see horror it. movies.
2: Yes. I still There's have a- yet to see Vampire in the... Uh, v- vampires versus the Bronx. I've heard um, good campy things about it so far. Um, which is basically Vampires in the Bronx and what that would look like. <laughs> um, but... <laughs> Bad hair though, bad hair. I'm so like, if you guys ever see the clips or anything else, you literally see tracks just whipping around, killing people. Like, like it, it is very slasher type vibes of just like jump scares, everything else, but with weaves. I'm really, really, and like our heroine started off with natural hair, and then like and now the weaves are coming. But I don't like I don't know where it's gonna happen, and I'm excited. <laughs>
1: Damn. But Michael. That's, that's
2: that's the 23rd of, uh, of October from my last looking at it and remembering it. I'm like, what the hell? Okay.
0: <laughs> okay, it's, it's by the person who made, um, um I just had a brain fart, uh, Justin Simeon, the person who made Dear White People, uh. and I'm, yeah, I'm going to check this out. Apparently, it's already I mean, getting like, really it's, good reviews. It's
2: just, yeah, so, I mean, like, I don't know what else is about, you know, I, I wouldn't, I mean, but, I mean, Dear White People is like a drama this is like, this is, this is completely genre different. Like, it, it's kind of like saying, like, um, oh, okay, so Get Out Us. Yeah, it's by the guy who did Key and Peel. Key and Peel's completely different than what like, See, Get but Out. I, but I love that.
0: I love when people, I love when people kind of genre switch like that instead yeah, of sticking yeah. to a specific genre. It's always more interesting. Yeah.
2: Like, I mean, like, I know that you like that. I'm just saying, like, but for the other people, it's like, dude, don't, don't judge one thing off of, because this, like if you hadn't told me that it was the same people that did Dear White People, I would not have believed you. Like, not, not not from not from the clip I saw. Like I believe it now because you've told it to me. So I'm just like, okay, I don't, you don't have a reason to lie to me. But like literally, if someone just randomly said that to me, I'd be like, are you sure? I saw this clip. It looks campy. It looks it looks ridiculous, but it still looks like a horror. Like it looks like it looks like something that maybe you know he would have done with peel like co- like executive producing i don't know like it looks so funny but at the same time horrific cuz like when i was ta- when i was describing the the brief thing that they did with the sewing in of the track they got like yeah like you see the pulling of the skin and the follicles and it's just it's it's oh it's michael are you there
3: <laughs> i'm here
2: you should tell your wife about this movie.
3: <laughs> uh, I don't know if I'm gonna get her to watch this cause, like, she she's really like uh she's not she can't really tolerate uh well first of all she can't really handle uh bad wigs and then also she has a thing about scary movies so I don't know if this is gonna this is gonna work for her at all.
2: <laughs> I might have to watch it for her. I might have to do it for the culture. And then I'll just do it for her just so that it's out there in the zeitgeist to say, hey, by the way, you'll never watch this movie, but they made this movie. You know the things that you don't like? They made a movie about the thing that you don't like. Mm -hmm. (laughs) It's like, oh, really? Yes, really. What was the thing I don't like? Spiders? No, bad weaves. Are you shitting me? No, not at all.
1: (laughs) You're excited for that. You're going to be excited for the movie.
2: Pull her hair and start starts to bleed and st- like there's parts I'm there's certain kinds of body horror I would love for other people to see. <laughs> hmm. No, I'm in some weird space. This has been the pandemic special, everyone.
1: <laughs> yep. If you think that, that's going to be funny, wait till Ian makes us watch the Amityville horror. Shut, uh, shut Amityville up, up! I was
0: about to announce it. Shut horror. up! Shut up! Shut up! Um. What? So. <laughs>
1: He's um making it suffer
0: Josh, again. Dan, don't don't st- don't take this from me. Alright, so because you guys were able to artfully dodge I part of, pardon of me for that pun. Um Dan and I as we watched what was the um variety special Halloween variety special that I that I that you volunteered to watch, Dan? I
1: didn't volunteer shit.
0: Hey you did. It wasn't nope. Charles Nelson Riley. Who's the um who's the one that Rogers based off in American Dad?
1: Oh, I don't know. I'm trying
0: to think. Well, first I was really... First I was... Oh, the really... I was
1: really uh, I, I, that one special. You should, yeah, really but watch.
0: we actually ended up being really entertained by it. Like, even yeah. with its problems. Because um, from first we started off with the
1: Garfield holiday special. It's point host from like the 40s, 50s... Uh, no, not 40s. 70s. Like the 60s, 70s. Uh, that inspired Roger from American Dad. Yeah. What was his name?
0: Uh, Paul Lind.
1: So that's yeah, the Paul
0: and Halloween special, which is clearly made out of cocaine, and uh, trying to convince people that Paul Lind is a heterosexual, which he's not. It is also the first appearance of Kiss on on television, of the of the band Kiss on t- on uh, television, which is really cool. It's also terrible. It's like really bad, but it's entertaining bad. Um,
1: yeah, Paul Lind, yes. And you, know, you
2: guys, we so like we you know we're smart, and I think that you're pitching uh, instead of a. Ha- like a, a Halloween, spe- not, not sorry, a Christmas special watch along. You're doing, you want to do a Halloween watch along? Is that what you want to do to me? So on Saturday, so
0: on either Saturday the 24th or Sunday the 25th, um, whichever works better, um, we will be doing a special double feature. We will be watching The Omen, part four of The Awakening, the TV movie, and we'll be watching Amityville Horror, aka Amityville 1992. It's about time. The other TV movie.
2: Fine. 25th.
1: Man, she is so unhappy, yo. Yeah.
0: Michael, you can't be out looking at birds and shit um, during this one. You have to actually be there.
3: Wait, what? What about birds?
0: Well, I remember that, Well, we all remember the Star Wars Holiday special when you tried to dodge that, and you're like, I'm at the park. It's like, that seems really random, dude. And so we were <laughs> like, no, we're going to wait for you to watch this shit. So, uh, yeah, you're not going to be dodging out of this. Um, you are going to yeah. sit with us. And we will do a delightful double feature of Omen 4, The Awakening, and Amityville 1992*. It's About Time. And the good thing is, to make this even more more, more better, um, Amityville 1992* is actually on Amazon Prime. So if you have Amazon Prime, you can watch it on there. And uh, Omen 4, well, no one's going to buy Omen 4. But we will find a way to find that on the internet through the magic of not finding it on the internet.
1: Or YouTubes.
0: <laughs> so, um...
2: So we will watch... Ho-
0: yes, the third weekend of October, <laughs> we will be watching Omen for the Awakening, the classic TV movie, to maintain the theme of the 31 Days of Halloween Horror that we are Halloween TV Horror that we were doing on the Facebook page. But where those are actually good movies, this one is not. This one is terrible.
1: But it, it makes worse, me happy. Guys, you know a Christmas special's coming after this, right?
0: No, I I would never do anything cruel or for the holidays. <laughs> I am, Star Wars uh,
1: holiday special. Fuck you. I
0: have, I'm am a friendly friend. I would never do that. Oh. Um. So yeah, we've got that to look forward to. And um, there you are.
1: To end the <laughs> show on a <the> sour note.
2: <laughs> <laughs> what is life?
1: Tim's like no.
2: <laughs> what is
0: life? Yep. So that's gonna be a lot of fun. Um, Michael
1: strangely is late to the podcast for two hours.
0: We just kidnapped him. Cam just kidnaps him. (laughs) So I'm at the park looking at birds. What the fuck are you doing? Uh, Wait, you guys didn't wait to start. You guys wait to start the movie. We sure did, Michael.
1: Oh yeah. Uh, Every attempt to miss the Star Wars holiday special failed.
0: (laughs) And the funny thing is, like, we ended up liking the He-Man one. Mainly because of Skeletor. And so, like, if he had oh, showed God. up early, he would have at least had that, you know, to kind oh, of balance it out a
1: little bit. There was some funny parts between it, I will say.
0: I could have been really terrible and made you guys watch the version of the commercials.
3: It's I would have killed longer. you.
0: No, the commercials Wait, are actually you, funny. did you
3: guys watch Masters of the Universe? We yeah, did. No, we watched the Human man
0: Christmas special. The He-Man and Shira Christmas oh, special.
3: Oh, it was a Christmas... Was it live action?
0: Oh, no, There's it was animated. not. Okay, yeah. let me find... I'm just going to do this. We've we got to do this, because this picks yeah. up audio anyway. We need to at least let him see the Skeletor bits on YouTube. Specifically, where Skeletor just lets children die in the snow.
1: I had to work in the morning. I
0: don't care. It's two long. Okay. Okay. So, I'm going to pull this up. Don't start it right away. Uh, let me know when you guys are ready, because we're going to sync this up for the, our show. And let me know when you guys have that pulled up. Uh, audible
2: Sigh. It, it was
0: it, it was eighty-four years.
2: Audible sigh. I hate you. Man. Eh, can, just, can I just if, search, can I can I just search for it on YouTube and and you leave this part in the show? About this, this is what you do to us. If I want to search for it on YouTube, if people want to be like me, listen to this, and they want to search for YouTube, what do they type into the YouTube search bar?
0: Oh, you type in what Skeletor doesn't want you to see.
2: Seriously? Oh. What Skeletor doesn't want you to see?
1: Yep. I have it pulled up.
2: Oh my yeah, god. Me too. I hate you. <sighs> uh, I do
1: this out of love. I-
2: saying what? I haven't saying what for 10 hours. What Skeletor doesn't... <laughs> One.
1: We could be watching you know, Hocus Pocus anything else.
2: No. See, <laughs> how many times do I want to watch Hocus Pocus with females? What? No,
0: no, 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 no. I don't understand the love for that movie. I know people like it, and credit to them. You I, hate Hocus Pocus, Pocus? No, I don't hate Hocus Pocus. Pocus 7, oh my I, god. Watched, I don't hate Hocus Pocus. Oh. I don't like the fact that people have Christmas storied it. Does that make sense? I have no hate for that movie. I just hate the fact that I can't not turn on a TV without it being there. Or go to a place without it being
1: there. Don't watch cable TV. Try owning
2: a vagina. Try owning a vagina and having other vaginas like you. And then have access to Zoom. Oh god. Go- Hangouts. During
0: the
1: pantest
2: very chinas
1: and uh okay. so we're ready to start. Okay, guys. There's a promo called Hocus Pocus.
2: I've ready two yes, minutes and tw- two minutes and two seconds. Okay. I um zero so, zero.
0: Three, two, one, go.
2: Well Skeletor doesn't want you to see various acts of kindness from everyone's favorites.
3: Quick, kidnapping!
1: Make this awesomeness.
0: Yeah, this is like this is why we wish you'd show up early. <laughs> <Now
1: blast it.
0: laughs> My favorite oh, they kick my favorite part where he just lets it pass out in the snow.
2: I said leave him. Now move! <laughs> It's a dog. I remember my original commentary. No,
3: no, blast it. <laughs> I don't
0: know what's okay, over someone's me. dog is barking?
1: A dog stop is barking for you, some reason. No,
2: stop, this is in. This with. <laughs> uh, no, 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 we'll
1: a dog is upset by this.
2: I don't see it! <laughs> uh, but, 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 I don't know what's happening to me, but I must save the children! children. <laughs> <laughs> and then he wants,
0: the, and it's a dick!
2: He saved us! He saved
1: you?
3: Yes, I, that's I, t- Seriously, that's he made like such dead an dead asshole! Dead. Don't worry, Skeletor,
2: what? Christmas only video. comes once a year. That's Michael! Thanks, mm. adora! Dang, goodness! <laughs> 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 what the fuck is that? <laughs> I can't unsee it now! That's you and your dog! That's you and your dog!
0: Shut up. What <laughs> <laughs> about That's you? That's
2: you and your dog! <laughs> <laughs> Dan is he-man! And I know
1: (laughs) we try bring the show to a
2: You know who that makes me though, right? I'm dude, cool with it. I got that beautiful, beautiful, beautiful like you know red hood and everything. I'm cool. All I got, you don't see nothing but my yellow eyes. I'm good.
1: Beast man.
2: No, no, but did you watch the? Come on, come on.
0: Actually, I just figured. I just thought the funniest thing ever. Uh, I'm not, and you just see and you see Paul Rudd just passing through. Hi, Paul Rudd. It's like it's Kim
2: Yo, Paul Rudd's everybody's spirit. No, oh, he's like Paul Rudd's great. He needs to be Paul Rudd is great. But anyway, you ain't gonna sit there and, and act like you don't know who I'm talking about, who the character is. So I'm. I'm we... Hi, Wait, are you, about 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 you? Red,
0: are you talking about the one with the? Are you talking about the one like the? Um, uh, who's the one from um, from ra the villain, the one with the red and black with the? He was literally sitting there over the kids.
2: Oh, you're Orko? No, don't be Orko. Don't listen to be Orko. I want to. are done. You <laughs> are Skeletor, Dan T-Man, Michael Zadora. That's the only ones left. All right, That's cool. the only... I have no business being two little white kids. Not in 2020.
0: Oops. Okay, there's secretly <laughs> two people.
2: Nope. Not at all. I all l- right. literally, just my inner Lana Kane.
0: No nope. Perfect. So with that, Rollins
2: um, <gasps> Hips- Br- was a He-Man.
0: What? Calm down. <laughs> he- Henry Rollins did the voice of Triclops in He-Man. Oh, are you talking about the recent He-Man cartoon from 2011?
1: Yeah, the one I got canned. Or oh,
0: the 2003 one? That cartoon was awesome. I'm looking yeah. forward to the new He-Man show when it eventually comes out. What the hell? Alrighty.
1: Good night, people.
0: So with that, uh with the uh, with the Tales of Skeletor on Christmas, uh that brings us to the end of our newest episode of Circuit Forty Two. I'm your host, Dan. It's my host Cam.
2: Hi, I'm obsessed with Henry Rollins. Goodbye. Well,
0: that's because Henry Rollins is awesome. Uh and, and surprisingly short in person. There's uh, hand cams. Dan cams. Dan Dan the man from Spam
1: Cams, With Spam.
0: I am. <laughs> And, of course, Michael the Batman this. Hi. Not dead.
3: He's he not
0: came dead. Back from the dead. He came and back just in time.
3: Ghouls. Why did
0: oh. you
1: near the Lazarus Pits?
0: He came, in, he came back just in time for our Omen 4 and Amityville
2: 4 double feature.
1: Yeah. He goes back to die again. <laughs>
0: <Yeah>. <laughs> he goes back to the park for no reason. That's
2: the most it's... convenient plot device that it keeps getting forgotten all the damn time. Ian, I don't
1: understand. Perfect why, song why you- for
0: right
2: George. there. Hey, Wait, you- go ahead.
1: Travis Crabtree
0: We
2: <laughs> <laughs> lost our <everybody's> people. Have a good night. Good night, night, everyone.
1: Tree. Now good don't wash Foggy Creek.